going on everyone this is the popcorn heroes show review of insecure an hbo show yes it is an hbo show this is season four episode three and with me today is orlando yo we back what's going on man back my popular demand you know what i noticed that you do is um you always say what like where can you find a show like you're like this is something something a netflix show or this is something something an hbo show mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I, I think that's a pretty good quality that you do like did you i guess just like um behind the scenes do you did you perp do you purposely do that like um yeah because yeah, now everybody knows where this is shit this is on you know yo you you yo dude you're the, you're the real one for that the, one because the thing is that we, we since we watch a lot of stuff, not a lot of people know the stuff we watch, where it's from, where can you find it. Right. So, we might as well just say where it's from. You're right. Like, oh, I cool, recommend on Netflix? I recommended someone watch The Farewell, and I didn't tell them that it was on Amazon. And they watched it, like, on a streaming sh- website where it had no subtitles. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that mo- you can't watch that movie without subtitles. They still enjoyed it, but still. Oof. They didn't get a lot of the nuances then. Yeah, that, though, yeah. Because the, the whole Chinese dynamic is, I is felt super so, important to the I family. I felt so bad, yeah. I was just like, how do you not do your research, though? You know, like, yeah. when someone but recommends some me something, don't. when someone recommends yeah. me something, I think, okay, let me find out where I can watch this. And especially, like, if I watched it on a streaming website and then it had it didn't have subtitles, because, like, I think within, like, the first 10 to 15 minutes, you should know that, like, this this is going to have subtitles. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you see the conversations that continue to happen and they're in Chinese yeah. and you're just staring at a screen and not understanding anything. Within 20 uh, minutes, I would have backed out and be like, okay, <laughs> let me... Like, where do I go now? Where yeah. do I go? But no, yeah. I... I, I, I would have hit you up like, yo, where did you see it? You know? Right, yeah, yeah. But I applaud you, though. I didn't think... Um, I didn't think that you self Like, you consciously did that on purpose. I thought it was something that you just did out of, like, a routine. But yeah, yeah. man, good shit, good shit. You gotta, you gotta let people know where it's at man uh anyways we're talking about insecure season <laughs> yes, four episode three uh third episode now uh we're nowhere near halfway i was gonna say we're halfway but we're nowhere not 10 episodes um, a season so yeah if they've always put in pretty good about 10 episodes a season though. i think there have been eight there were eight episodes last season yeah uh, yeah, I'll, well, I looked that up. We'll keep talking. Orlando, so how did you, what, uh, what did you think about this latest episode? Yo, and as usual, we're just jumping right into it. We're not going to, so, there's no spoiler free. We're just yeah, spoilers this was, all this day. Is straight spoilers. Yo, so I finished watching this episode. Sorry, I watched this episode like little by little. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it on when it premiered. I watched it a little bit before work. And then right before I got on to record with you, I watched it and I saw that dude, my nigga, sliding into DMs. And I, you know, it's funny because we've talked about, um, me and you have talked about DMs, prop, like, you know, just in general. How do yeah. you talk to someone through your DM? How For do sure. you approach someone? And I think it was like, and, you know, and how uh, you could easily fuck it up. How can you easily fuck it up? But we, we, me and you talked about off, off record, off like the off uh, mic. Yeah. How do you talk to someone through DMs? And I told you one of the easiest ways is like you like someone's story, or you like put a like a a, a smile like what, what he did. He put like a a laughing emoji or something, 
and she responded. And that's an instant community, like, that's an instant, like, conversation starter. What I do, if someone likes my story and I don't want to talk to them, I just like the fact that they liked my thing. So they liked it by giving yeah. it, like, emoji or whatever, and then I just double tap my thing so they could see that I liked their response. Um. Yeah. That's just like, yeah, that's liking a, liking is an easy conversation ender. Yeah, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but like, it depends. Like if, especially if there's not following up. Right. I think I think the dynamic of sliding into like a DMs it really just depends on the person and the relationship you already have with that person. So like, um, if you know like it, this is not like a thing that I'm gonna pursue, or if we don't really have that dynamic, then I don't. Then I don't like um, continue the conversation. I just like your. I just like the fact that you like my stuff, and then that's it. Because I post memes all the time, and so yeah. I get a few yeah, people. A stuff. Yeah, I get a few people who like my stuff. I got, I have like a, a few fans, basically, who <laughs> like my stuff, but they just like it just to like it. It's not like I'm I'm purposely liking your stuff so we can start a conversation. You know? Yeah, I get what you're saying for sure. Um, so far, uh, seasons one through three have been eight episodes. This is the first ten episode order Insecure has had. So, so yeah, this has a FYI. lot. So, so what did you think about that ending? You know, like of of uh, essentially uh, them texting each other on the DMs. Well, not only just that, it it comes. Oh, just off, the whole total thing. It comes off the interaction he has with Condola. Think about it. Like he literally has a condole. He literally has a, a not a, a fight, but they have a discussion of like, are are you over your ex? If you are, do you think that you would have still been with her if she didn't cheat on you? And then after having that conversation, he is he starts a conversation with Issa. After having a conversation with his current girlfriend, or yeah. the person he's seeing, whatever. You think you think that was his intention is to start a conversation with Issa, or was he just reacting to the situation, her story? I I really don't know. I really don't know if it's like I try not to think that people are that like manipulative. You know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes things could be just a friendly, a friendly uh, hit up. You know, a friendly conversation. So I don't yeah. try to think that people have on their back of their minds, but it is a interesting in terms of storytelling in a TV show in terms of writing in a TV show it is very telling that you would have a discussion with your partner or girlfriend or person that you're seeing and then you're like with that in mind that discussion in mind then you minutes later hours later um, in the comfort of your home you reach kind of reach out to your ex Story storytelling wise, there's something there. Okay. Uh, normally, you know, I think it's it's fine if if you guys are just friends or whatever, and like that just happens that like you guys casually just catch up. Um, but as a story, as a story to, to tell, as a um, storytelling platform, there is some. There, these are moving pieces. These are not just in, coincidental um, things that are happening. Because at the end of the day, like this is a thirty minute show. And everything that is happening is there for a purpose. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I completely agree with that. Um, I feel like you did. I think it was... I don't think it was um, 
it was an unintentional intent, I guess I, you can say, where he, it was he was reacting to something, but I'm pretty sure he he liked the fact that she wrote back. Essentially, he, you know, sometimes when you react to something, you just react to like, oh, that was cool, and that's it, you know, um, and you don't really expect a response, but the fact that she was responding, he really liked that, you know, because um, sometimes even when people respond, you're like, oh, cool, you responded, that's nice. Um, but you like you just kind of do those stuff sometimes just to do it, you know, just because you oh that was pretty cool. Right. It is. Um, it is very easy. I think it's weird because I find it very awkward when people emphasize social media a lot. Um, I find it awkward when people are like, um, oh well, they stopped. We stopped talking, but they kept looking at my story. You know, like. I feel that's weird. Like, I feel that's, like, when people emphasize social media a lot as a, as a platform for interactions and dating. Yeah, dating does happen there and stuff like that. But um, I just don't put a lot of uh, stakes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's so, let's just say, it's such a big platform and you're live, const- you're pretty much live with everyone all the time. So, I don't know. But I've... I've listened to people tell me that, like, if, let's say, for example, you you um, are not talking to someone in terms of, like, a romantic setting that you used to talk to, and you look at their stories, that's messed up. Um, nah, that's too far. You think that's messed up? No, I think that's too far, that that that, that form of thinking. Well, well, because I feel, I, I mean, not I feel, I think I've been told that basically if you wanted nothing to do with their life, like, like in their, in their life, why are you like looking at their daily day, like their day by day? But in so my, th- this leads to the big question I have, but after we talk about the episode, we could discuss the big question I have for you. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll talk about that later, but yeah, social media in terms of like, dating in terms of like sliding to dms I, I really don't think much of it because i do it all the time in terms of like i write someone or i put an emoji and my intentions for the most part are just like hey that's something that's something funny yeah and then it. and sometimes it, there is an intention of like i want you to see i like this so we can start a conversation um, and it yeah. has worked on several occasions, and sometimes it doesn't work. That's what. That's, but I do not put much weight behind sliding into DMs. Not for sure. I agree with that. Uh, so let's start with the episode. Um, how did you did you like it? Because I don't think you've mentioned if you liked the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did like it actually. I um, I overall I, I really enjoyed the episode. Um, once again, there there were slowly but surely moving pieces. Molly and yeah. Lisa are they finally realize that yeah they haven't been like clicking in terms of talking and they, and they definitely feel the funk now yeah which is good because that means that's something that needs to be addressed which obviously both seems like Issa's postponing it but Issa had valid reasons um, to postpone in my opinion and yeah, yeah. I what, still think that postponement is also going to lead to even more postponement to the big blow up because um, she would, she brushed it off. Like she could have easily gone to Molly's house and be like, "Yo, this was bothering me." And then Molly could be like, "Yeah, this was bothering me," you know. But I think right. Issa at that moment, when her brother just like, essentially, do you, you know, fuck what anybody says, just do you. Um, 
she's like, yeah. Like, she in her head, she's like, yeah, fuck it. I just... I don't feel like doing this right now, so I'm just gonna do it some other time. You know, right. I mean, and that makes and sense. I think like, that postponement is just gonna keep adding up. Yeah, and that and that does make sense. I mean, honestly, like you're coming off a high of like having a good time with your brother. Like, yeah, you know, this conversation is gonna be annoying. You know, it's gonna it's gonna you guys are gonna butt heads. You know, it's not gonna be like a a pleasant conversation. And you just got off a high with like your brother and Thanksgiving. You know, like, you don't want no one to kill your vibe. So, it makes sense. And you're right, I can totally see them postponing, postponing, and at the end, they're like, you know, fuck it. You're not listening to me, I'm not being heard, and such and such. You know, I can see that happening for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- their relationship is on definitely shaky waters. Um, so, how did you feel about uh, the whole Molly thing and her dad? Cause that's a that was a kind of like a, a left leftover from last season where she found out that her dad cheating on his mom and she spent all these years not knowing about it and like she found out last season and like she's still holding that grudge against him. How do you feel about that dynamic? Um, I get it. I understand it. At the end of the day, I I'm with her brother though in that sense of like yo like. This ain't about you. Like he apologized and he made amends to the person he needs to make amends for. And at the end of the day, if she's okay with it, you gotta be okay with it. Yeah. Um. True. So I agree with that 100. percent But I think it just throws a wrench in her psyche, in a sense. Like maybe that's why it it, it adds to her being so guarded. You know, like. Um, we did find yeah you you're right that that did happen last season, but she's been guarded for a while. But it doesn't help. It clearly doesn't help yeah. the fact that like you're already guarded, and then the people you thought that were happily married, there's been some infidelity. So yeah. that doesn't that doesn't help you like uh, believe in um, partnership when that happens, of course. But yeah. I, I get her. I just wouldn't go that route, you know. Yeah. No, I what agree. about you? I I definitely would have wouldn't have gone her route. I mean, again, it's it's between her and her mom. Right. And if her mom was willing to forgive him after all these years, then who am I to judge you guys? You know, that's right. It's your problem. Just like I wouldn't want you involved in my shit. Like how how can I put myself in that position with you guys? You know. Um, it's it's up to you. It's you if you feel comfortable if that's what you want and you think things are better and working out or whatever and that's on you, you know. Um, so I, I I wouldn't do that. Plus, I don't have her fairy tale idea that she had last season that her parents' relationship was perfect and I need to find that perfection. And I think that really shattered her illusion with everything. So I never felt that relationships are perfect to begin with you know i mean um, and if you think of it like this her both her mindsets at least the way you're describing it is detrimental to her finding a partnership if you think if, if the last season you thought well i need to emulate my mom and dad because they're perfect and then guys come along and they're like okay well they're not like my mom and dad or we don't have we don't have this we don't have long i don't see longevity here then you have that defense. Then after you find out he cheats, you're just like, well, nobody's good. Nobody's good enough 
because even the relationship that was perfect is not perfect and how can I find love if they couldn't make it both yeah. both mindsets are very if it's if it's that concrete and there's no like way to sway your mind like it's just like this or that they're both very detrimental thinking in terms of finding a partner they're they're very they they set up more more walls and prevent more potential uh lovers to come in in both aspects so yeah Yeah, i agree so that's a good point um and i think this is the first time you finally meet um Issa's mom, right? I don't think we've met her before. We we have met her. Um, I forgot oh, okay. what season or what episode, but I do recall seeing her before. Man, I didn't remember that at all. Yeah. You know, side characters. They're not really that important. And it doesn't yeah. seem like the family... It doesn't seem like this family dynamic played much of a role um, in this episode, Issa's family dynamic, so... Nah, I think, essentially, family is what you make, you know? Right. I, I think that's what this episode... If anything in the back of the minds was trying to say that you know you make your own family um because essentially Issa and her brother are just each other's family you know they don't really care about anybody else right um and we see that demonstrated time and time again throughout the seasons yeah and then you had uh Molly with her actual family and her family dynamics and then you you essentially had each of their friends with their own quote-unquote families and then you know, the, I think the the crux of this episode, which was you know, the Lawrence side of the episode, of how Condola has her own little family of friends and stuff like that, but the big part of the episode was them and in the situations that they were put in. You know. Yeah. So uh, that, so, so how did you feel about um, everything with terms of Lawrence and Condola and this episode? Um, well, I, I think. What makes their their shit so complicated is that it's so new. It's so new, and anything can make anybody feel insecure. Essentially, you get what I'm saying. Um, so the, the, it's a fragile point in any relationship. You know, the beginning, because you it, it might be all great, but you still don't know each other. You still don't know how each other think, and any little thing that makes you feel insecure or uncomfortable gets exponentially bigger than what it's supposed to be you know so at the beginning of the episode um you had Issa you had Lawrence run into Issa at the coffee shop and you know they're had that joking banter the inside joke they had from you know years whatever and then all of a sudden Condola runs into them uh walks in and sees that happening and you know she felt insecure about being oh these people are really cool and tight they have these jokes that I don't know anything about you know I don't have that with him how can I emulate that with him you know saying or you know whatever it is and that creates a uh, essentially a a it plants a seed in her head essentially of just like damn does can I ever have this with him you know um and then you had Issa longingly looking back <laughs> after all that interaction. Um, right. So it it's 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 these things of of like it, it plants seeds in everybody's head essentially, right? That kind of moment. And then you you 
further it into it, you further into the moment of when he's at the dinner with her friends, with with Condolos's friends, and that whole dinner was very awkward. Um, yes, I, I felt bad for Lawrence in that moment. I was just yeah, so he, uncomfortable for him. He just didn't seem like he connected with anyone really. Um, honestly, I didn't like her friends. I yeah, just they felt were, like they were awkward. They were I weird. felt like they were very awkward, and like there was that one person who was kind of like um, very loud and very like funny. Try to try to be funny. Yeah. Um, she was wasted. But she was kind of wasted. And then there was the, the the quiet the quiet guy who was like, I'm drunk, but, you know, this is how I am. It's like, remind me of Pedro when he gets drunk. Um, <laughs> and then there's um, the other couple that were just like, it just it just felt weird. It felt, it felt weird all around. It felt very weird. There was the, um, the, the lesbian couple that was also working tech, and it kind of, she told, pretty much said, hey, like, is your company going through some shit? And he's just like, yeah. And like that was that was the conversation that him and Condola already had, so yeah. it was just every moment of it was just awkward. It was a roadblock. Yeah, yeah it was kind every of a moment was awkward. Every sing- yeah, yeah, I didn't was, like it. Yeah, um, but I feel like that is what happens when you meet your significant other's friends. I feel like that happens yeah. a lot. Um, Not for sure. And it's I understand. Yeah, and I under, unless you click with them, I understand Condola like kind of saying like, "Hey, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about inviting you because, um, you know, I didn't want it to be a lot of pressure." And I've been in situations where, when you have friends that have been friends for years, like you and I, and such and such, the other person always feels like a third wheel, even though they like they're the they're like the significant other because yeah, friends normally talk about inner stories and they catch up and it's always like it's always it's not always but it's it's like that this what this this felt very real to me of like you are in their world you are the one on the outside looking in yeah so i understood her when she was saying like i wasn't thinking about inviting you but i didn't think that was a mean thing or I didn't think it was like saying like, oh, we're not that serious. That's why I didn't invite you. It was kind of like I wanted to save you from these interactions yeah. that you probably would yeah, not like, have enjoyed. Like maybe interacting with them little by little. Right. In smaller settings, not such a big, you know, big monumentous moment of, you know, inviting someone to Thanksgiving is kind of a big deal. Right. Um, do you think it was too early for that or did it matter? I mean, it it's because you had you had those two dynamics, right? You had Condola, who ended up having Lawrence in that moment, and they were just a new relationship. And then you had Molly and her guy, where she was considering inviting her guy, and she was like, "Oh, maybe it was too early to invite him," so she didn't. So you had these two kind of opposites at this moment of someone who did and Ooh, someone who didn't. You know, I didn't I didn't know I didn't notice the contrast, and I'm glad you pointed out. And I. As shitty as the way Issa sounded, because Issa took it more like, like Molly took it more like a jab, kind of like, oh, don't invite him because you're gonna scare him off, because you're gonna act yeah. like yourself. Um, but I, I think especially the way it played out, Molly was in a funk when she was at her parents' house. Yeah. Having your partner there maybe might have helped, but it would have been awkward for him. Yeah. 
So I agree with um, Issa in that regard, but she sold it wrong, obviously. But it yeah. is well, just she our- always sells it wrong. Not always, but in this current season, they just seem to be not on the same page. Um, and she's she has been taking jabs at Molly a lot. I mean, they both have, but yeah, but it seems like they're both they both are not um supportive of each other's like situations that's mm-hmm. basically what it is and they they both want to be supported yeah um but yeah you know what i think the best call is to not invite the significant other um at least in this show at least in these parameters what about uh, like in life itself you think it's 3 months too early um I really I think don't that's know. What they say Lawrence was three months, and I think essentially um, they part and Molly's probably been dating this guy for about maybe a month. So, yeah, I really, I really, the, that's of, I don't know. I, that, I I'm not. I sh- I shouldn't be the one to like. I don't. I really don't know honestly. Um, what's too early? What's not too early? Um, people move at different paces, so. Yeah. But I I do like I, there's been times where I would you know I date someone and then you know friends come into town or something happens and like hey you should come because this is gonna be a just um this is gonna be friends catching up and you're gonna feel like a third wheel okay I'm not gonna go I've been in situations yeah. where like hey I'm hanging out with all my coworkers you should come I come and it's all work talk I think fuck I should just stay home. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I also have been situations where like, hey, you should come, and I get along with everyone. Everyone gets along with me. The party's over, and then all they you know they talk about is like, hey, bring your significant other again. That was great, you know. Um, so I've been in every possible scenario of like, don't come, it sucks, and don't come, it'll suck. I go and it sucks. I go and it's great. It really is just up to the people, um, and how you know how it is. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I, I think for big moments like that, I think it it, it is too early. Um, because you're still trying to figure out the other person, you know. Right. And and then you're introducing all these um, all these unknown elements to the to the relationship and you don't know how they're going to react or you don't know how those unknown factors are going to act and right and you don't know how you're going to react to all those unknown factors so i think it's just a big melting pot of could be great could be bad could be awkward and all these things i think if if they've been together for you know a few few months now and they and they're used to each other and and they and and you know things are going well like yeah jump into that shit i would um, i will say this just prior to in real life prior to um if i dated someone for three months you guys would know that person yeah in a smaller setting right yes exactly i think if i dated someone for three months for sure you guys i mean by you guys i mean you know pedro the podcast people uh the podcast um group you guys would have for sure met that person or have talked about that person um to you guys um 
it's kind of like how we talk about Mike's girl, <laughs> who you know, who we randomly yeah. found out about. It's just it you would know basically, and yeah, I feel I yeah I do feel that like my friends would at least have met them or they would have know about them. Yeah, I just don't know if I would get them all in the same room, um, together. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's better introduced in a smaller individual setting of people you trust, you know, because then like, let's say I bring in a new, uh, have a girl, you know, you're going to for sure going to be here. Uh, we'll, we'll go all drinking one night and then I'm like, yo, I'm going to invite this girl I'm talking to and that's it. You know, that's how you'll meet her or whatever. And that's how Polly Pedro will meet her and, you know, in situations where it's all controlled. But so then when there ever is, whenever there is a big party, that person will already know some people there. And wouldn't feel awkward in that big setting because oh I don't, I don't only have my significant other to talk to I have these other two people I have already met and then whoever you know, that's, they're talking to you know that's also very smart I didn't think of it like that because you're right because I've been in situations where I met somewhere and the only person I know is my significant other so I rely on them to keep me in the loop until in terms of like um what are some inside jokes what are some you know things thing like that and I rely to them to like not uh, to make sure leave I'm not alone. bored yeah to not yeah. no don't don't leave me alone and make sure I'm not bored um, <laughs> I hate that I hate being alone because it's the most awkward position to ever be when you're when you don't know anybody you feel like a loser and you feel yeah. like you're you're dependent on somebody and it's just a terrible feeling yeah yeah of course um did you do you think Lawrence felt alone? Oh yeah, for sure. In he that episode, yeah, he was trying to be his charming self, but and it, it it was kind of working in certain situations. But I do feel he was he was super alone. I think I think all her friends were very guarded, um, especially with that that tech talk with that that uh, that girl who works in tech also. Yeah, I think that could have been a great. Um, like coming together like oh you work in tech i work in tech oh cool let's talk about you know what, I thought, what do you think about I, this and that i thought it was gonna and happen she was that just way. very guarded like like i think she felt superior to him like oh aren't you guys going through some problems because she's working at a greater because uh, lawrence did say like hey that's a great company everybody wants to work there you know and then i i, I think that that the dynamic shifted into her feeling superior to him because oh i'm in a better position than you are yeah and i think I, it I didn't allow them to actually like maybe connect or it just you know, I, I feel like that together. conversation was so short and it's you know it's TV so they had to keep the ball moving but I did I I saw that conversation going to, going from oh you're going through shit and then he's like oh yeah I might bounce I and who knows it could happen in the next episode or two of like mm-hmm. hey come come to come to where I work I literally saw that as like a door opening so yeah. it didn't I didn't get the superior uh, I'm better than you or I work at a better spot because the conversation didn't really it didn't really go that far Yeah. because I think the purpose of that conversation was that Lawrence yeah Lawrence isn't talking to Condola about what is happening so it was I think that that was the that was the point of that conversation of that interaction as a storytelling not like just in, in real life just storytelling wise they they wanted us to see that this that communication is off throughout the, that's get that they's giving to Ash with Lawrence and Condola 
they wanted to show that their communication skills are off. So yeah. they first introduced that between with with those with the tech girl saying like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I'm working. What's going on with your company? Like, oh yeah, it might it might go under. I might leave. And then the condolence like, oh really? Why haven't you told me? Like, yeah, it's just something that's happening. She's like, oh, okay, I hope it works out for you. Blah blah. That's one yeah. one instance You're of right. like, hey, this mm-hmm. is check out this example of them not communicating, and then the best friend is just like, oh, it's so good that she has someone casual. Boom. Well, but before that. What was it? The, in the couch when she's like, oh, I'm never going to get married or whatever. Right, exactly. Conversation so, number two. You're right. Exactly. And then the third one was the last and one. And the yeah. third one was that. It was just saying like, well, you guys are not talking. You guys are not communicating. I felt that that was the purpose of those interactions. Like, it could be what you're saying. Maybe there was a, there was a power play by really, I think as a writing perspective, as a storytelling perspective, they wanted to show you that there are some... There are some um, inconsistencies in terms of them speaking. Yeah, um, no, for sure. I, I I can see that now. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't think I I really didn't think it was trying to to show anything else but that. And who knows the fact that this person is introduced and has a higher position, maybe it might propel to something else of like, hey, there's an opening in my spot. You should totally um, you know, apply or something. Yeah. I like what Lawrence mentioned when he was in a car with his friend. It was just like, you know, if it's not work, it's relationship. If it's not relationship, it's some other thing. Like, nothing in my life can ever be perfect. <laughs> yeah. And, that just, and that's essentially like anybody's life, dude. Nothing. It's always it's always going to be something that's going to be off. Nothing is ever full circle. Yeah. I mean, work. I always um, think of a, the say you, you Set Your Goal song, which I'm sure our audience doesn't know Set Your Goals. But work in progress. Oh yeah, a constant uh, work in progress, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Any other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly what you wanted to be. Yeah, exactly. So that's gonna get for, pe- for people who don't know. It's a pop punk band, and they have a song called "Work in Progress," basically saying that like life is a constant work in progress. Um. So yeah, I t- definitely agree. I um I think um it's just it's it's true it's just it's just like that the things don't work out that way and and I'm curious to see what's going to happen between them because so before this episode I read an article about Lawrence's job like the actor talked about like I'm not sure if I'm fucking up this like season for myself because I keep like finding out random tidbits, but yeah. the he basically said the actor said his job is going to be a new problem that's going to throw a wrench in him and Condola's relationship. Hmm. So maybe it could be, but this he stopped spending time. He stopped spending time with her, or he's you know more focused on the job. So we'll see what happens in that front. Um, obviously, Issa is is also another wrench being thrown in there. But yeah. what did you feel about um, this episode? Is heavily on Condola and Lawrence. So what did you feel about um, her saying that she doesn't want to get married anymore? Do you think that's a problem in for for Lawrence? Well, I think. Um... For me, you know, 
it's understandable for her. Like she just got divorced, and when you, and I, I think I'm not, I'm not saying everybody, you know, feels this way or whatever. But um, when, when you've gone through divorce, you don't really think about doing it again, getting married again. You know, it's kind of like, damn, I already did that, and this was a, a terrible experience. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to go through this anymore. So, I feel Condola is in a standby mode, while Lawrence mm-hmm. is more like, I, I want a future. I, you know, that's what that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that future. I need that future, or essentially, or something like that. So, there, I think they're both are in different aspects of you know, emotional and commitment relationship wise. Like he's more of like, oh, I want to be with you, and I want us to go somewhere. And I think she's more of like in the sense of I'm, I want to see where this goes. Like, so I'm, I'm not committing to anything. I like you. I enjoy you. I like spending time with you. But I'm more in this moment than you are thinking ahead, essentially. So you think she's a bit guarded? Like, do you think her friend was right? That is Lauren just a casual fling? Is Lauren just a fuck buddy? Maybe. Maybe. Um, we don't know much about Condola. You know, we just we just what we know from her are the interactions with Lawrence and Issa. We don't really know anything about her, so we don't know how what why she got divorced. Um, we don't really know her side of things. Um, I just feel that she's very she's very reluctant to move forward with things. Again, like I said, she was more on standby of. If, if things get better or things go well, maybe I'll think about it. But for now, I'm just enjoying yeah. the situation we're in. And you and think Lawrence Lo- is more of thinking future. And do, do you think Lawrence is ready for a commitment? Given the fact is. given the fact that he is still... It it does... Do you think he is not over Issa? I mean, it's if we, I feel if you've been with somebody for so long... There will always be something, some lingering things there, but he is willing to give somebody a chance, you know, um, and that's a very big step because before he was being fuckboy, you know, Lawrence, where he was just fucking he didn't care, but now he's willing to give somebody, he's willing to open up and give somebody that chance to be the future person he could be with, you know, um. And, and and I think it, I think for him, East is just a reminder of of what could have been, you know. Because if she didn't cheat, I honestly think they will still be together. Like how <laughs> how where it all ended on, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Th- that that question where he was just lingering there is because he was like, and he was thinking about like, man, maybe I would still be with her, but, but I, I maybe mean, maybe I wouldn't have that but, push to be where I'm at right now, though. I agree with you 100%, but hypotheticals are hypotheticals for a reason. Like, yes, if she didn't cheat, they would probably still be together. But that is not the reality of it. The reality yeah. is um, that she cheated. And happen. they broke and up because of it. And yeah. it hurt a lot. And he had to get over it. Like, that is the reality that that is is in the show. And so I really don't like questions like that. Yeah, because me neither. I I I just feel like it's a, a setup for disappointment for the other person. 
Um, it's an irrelevant yeah, question. It's it's irrelevant it, because it. Oh, if well, what if if we live in this time, and things were different? Nah, homie, we live in this current time. I'm broke as fuck. This is my life. Like you, you, yeah. <laughs> you deal or you don't deal. Like that is what we have here. You know, like I can't. Maybe I'm speaking because of it's. It's very. Um, I went to something similar, but it's it's very. Um, it's irrelevant. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Because yeah, what 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 matters is like what has occurred, what has happened, and what is happening now. Um. Yep. So yeah, so I totally agree. I I do not like questions like that. Obviously, yeah, they would have been together. That's a no brainer because he was, if she didn't cheat, he was gonna be with her. But that's in his mind, though. Obviously, because in her mind, in Easton's mind, if things didn't change for Lawrence she could have bounced yeah you know because he was cool with how everything w- w- how everything was obviously she wasn't yeah. so if she didn't cheat maybe she would have maybe they would have broken up anyway yeah I think it essentially I mentioned this in one of our earlier when we first I think season one when we did our first episode um, him breaking up with her was the catalyst for him to change his life. Of course. Because he was so in this funk. And who knows if he would have gotten out of, out of it by still being with her. Right. The whole reason why he changed was because of that breakup. Yes. It made him kind of realize, oh, man, I'm in a funk. I'm fucking up. Oh, and I need to change something about my life. And or I'm gonna change my life now to prove this girl wrong or something like that, you know. So, right. whatever it was, that was a catalyst to change. And I think sometimes you know that happens when you're in a relationship. You just kind of become stagnant, and you're comfortable in the situation you are in, um, and then you just kind of shut off, you know. So, either something has to change to make things better, and that. The change that was needed for him was that breakup, right? Of course. So I agree a hundred percent. Um, I that's that's the thing. You don't get you don't get fucking grow up, Lawrence. Glow up, Lawrence. Without the breakup, and that's a hundred percent. And that is what Condola needs to realize, I guess, by even asking that question. Like there is yeah. no Lawrence, the Lawrence you have, without that breakup, because. Without that breakup, you might, you might, not going to say you, you probably will, but he might have been just comfortable the way things were, and then Issa might have just said, fuck it, I'll just stay, you know? Yeah. And you might just get bum Lawrence. Like, that is the trade-off. You yeah. get Issa, if you get Issa and Lawrence season one together, you get bum Lawrence and not satisfied Issa. That's yeah. what you get. If it were to continue, because we don't know how it would have played out, um, because that is a hypothetical, and so we yeah. can't know really how that would have played out if they stayed together. How did you? What did you think about the whole situation? Um, I get it. I get her asking the question. I really, I truly do. I get her insecurities. Um, I agree with you hundred percent. I think when you're with someone for a long time, especially five years that doesn't go away easily um 
and just that connection doesn't go away um you know so yeah i have dated people and i have um even people even people that i've not dated for a long time i just know when i have a connection with somebody even yeah. if i don't have history with them sometimes i just have a connection with someone and i know like in a different world in a different light we could have dated or something but it's yeah. okay but that just yeah. when you when you have that when you click with someone you just click with someone and it's a natural thing um i cuz cuz they they click too condola and him obviously click they obviously get along they obviously like each other that i i think she does she's taking for granted what she has well because you we had to realize that you also mesh with him really well yeah yeah so yeah so what what do you what do you feel like do you think like the same thing you asked me about lawrence is you think lawrence is ready for the next step or where do you think her head is at? i don't i don't think he, i don't know i really don't think he's ready i really don't think he's ready like i think he's he wants to be ready i think he wants to be ready because he wants to just be like okay i am over isa um you know, like she does it, especially currently how the show is trying to tell us that he's texting her in a DM. He's getting happy. It's telling us that he might not be over. It. That's what this, this story. That's what this show currently is trying to tell us by its its messaging. Yeah. And because it's trying to tell us that, um, even if it's true or not, I don't think he is fully over it. Um, I think he likes Kendall a lot. I think he's going to be with her. I think he wants to be with her. I just think he knows that, like, Issa does have, a, like, a tie on him. But, you know, Issa, they they didn't, it's not, it's not like Issa begged for him to come back or anything that never happened. They kind of just had an understanding, like, okay, this is not going to work out. Um, and who knows, if Issa begs him, to come back or makes a grand gesture for him to come back maybe his mind will change because that hasn't happened at all in this show no the last time that that could have happened was a fake out in season one where he shows up and then they make up and it shows him getting married and having a baby <laughs> like yeah um he literally just says bye Issa and they close the door and that's it like she is doesn't chase after him um who knows if that if she does that grand gesture you know do you think that if she were to do herself on the ground and be like hey like I messed up obviously and but I think there's still something here do you think he well, would go I, back I, I don't think she needs to throw herself it's, I think it's just a conversation that needs to be right had. right not a conversation but there, she ne- there, there's unspoken things between them that they never talked about because of pain, you know, um, and something that they didn't want to conf- confront because of that pain. So, I think if they have a legit conversation and not even jump into the relationship, but just jump jump into a of a friendship, you know, and see where it takes them from there, I think maybe they can be back. I think it all depends on on situations and I think maybe this conversation maybe all this will lead to that at the end of the season potentially right. you know so you, um, what you're saying is that you don't think they ever had closure 
Not necessarily. I I, I don't because they they somewhat did have a closure, like you said, on that fake out where you know they had sex and and he's just like, yeah, I, I gotta go, you know. Um, but they never talked. They never talked about their situation. Of, I mean, maybe they passingly mentioned it, but they were still angry at each other, so they could have never have a decent, you know, grown-up conversation about how they felt. So, I think they still need to have that, and they haven't had that. Until they don't have that, you would never know if there's a possibility of something or if there's closure. Uh, you okay. know what I'm saying? They they need to have it. It, it needs it, it needs to and there needs to be a conversation where they're both just in a good state of mind and be like hey like how do we feel about each other uh do you feel like you could forgive me for what i did you know so i'm sorry for it, what i did and all this bullshit you know so the conversation i i just want to get your perspective the conversation I, that they're having are they rehashing what happened like the fallout between them cuz i think what's or what good led about to this it? What what's good about this episode is that you get some insight on how each of them feel somewhat. One, you do have that conversation with Lawrence and his friend where like he was saying, like, yo, you were a bum last year. Yeah. And it also gives you a time frame. So you realize it's been like a year since Issa and Lawrence broke up. So that's also um Damn, pretty- a lot has happened in a year for them. Yeah, it seems like yeah, because you said you were a bum last year, and so it seems like it's been a year since they broke up, and then Lawrence had his glow up. So has it been it, that much time? It hasn't been that much time, and it also gives Lawrence some insight of like, yo, like you were fucking up. You know, who knows if he's part, if he's aware of that, if he's self aware of his fuck up. Maybe he was because he has changed, like or did a, he did like a one eighty. Yeah. Um. And it also gives you some insight on how Issa feels. Issa did have that conversation with her brother saying, like, I feel that she's reaping all the benefits, Condola. Yeah, you see, I was about to ask you that right now. Yeah. Because so, what do wait, you let me just feel say about... Okay, so, go. So Issa says to her brother saying, like, hey, I, you know, I saw Condola and Lawrence, you know, together. And, and her brother's like, oh, what do you feel about that? And she's like, I feel that she is reaping the benefits of the work that I put in. And I thought that was that was like kind of harsh. Yeah, and, and what do you think about that? Also, and and she also says, you know, I was with the potential, and now she's reaping the benefits. Um, I don't like it because I, um, I think I think I, I feel we all need to be individuals, right? And it's up to the individual to decide whether they can change and be better not necessarily right. who you're with right i i you know think i think it negates lawrence's the growth the growth that lawrence did on his own mm-hmm. and but again she's she's being selfish she's thinking selfishly right and, and but, that's what led to right the whole do, thing of you know do you think do you think that she is saying that she is the reason why Lawrence is the way she is. Is I mean, do you think she's saying that the reason why Lawrence did like man up is because of me? You think that's what she's Probably. saying? Probably. I think so. I think that's essentially what she's saying with that. that or she's, mark. or she is, or she is saying like, oh, he didn't man up with me. I had, I had the potential. I had the person who had. I, I was with the potential. She had the like. He, she has the overachiever. 
Is that what she's saying? Like, oh, I didn't make him what he is, but I had him pre-made. So she's essentially contradicting herself because she's I'm asking, saying I'm that. Asking, she's, which, I'm asking. I'm asking you. But which that, one do you think? Which I'm, one do you, I'm saying like she's contradicting herself because first she says that she's ha- she's uh, Condola's reaping the benefits of what I did, and Ooh, then she yeah, contradicts right. herself saying by saying that oh, I had the potential. Now. Now he is who he is, right. so she's literally contradicting herself in those points, right? Because she's I, I saying, wonder, "I wonder." I want to get the. I want to make sure I got that wording right for that episode. I wonder if she did truly said like I could. I have the the show right here, but, um, yeah. I I wonder if um, if she is contradicting herself within that sentence, you know, because it's very interesting to to say one thing and then shoot yourself in the leg as well, you know. Yeah, let me see here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna um, look for it, but but yeah, it's it it's very telling. Um, you could tell that basically she is sour about it. She is. She no, doesn't. She's super is. Yeah, she's super sour about it. She's not. She doesn't feel. She doesn't feel comfortable with it. I, and I also feel like that's. Uh, I think that's a very a very selfish convers- uh, selfish point to have with somebody. You know, I don't think anybody makes anybody. I think you could help people find themselves and find what they can be, but doesn't necessarily mean that you make somebody. You know, unless right. you literally make somebody. <laughs> right. You know, um, uh, but at this point, I don't think I don't think she made him. I think what happened between them made him realize what he needed to do. Right to change his life. Right, I don't necessarily think that she made him. Do you think, so. if anything, she enabled him to be the way he is? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. She so did. she didn't make him, but she kept the she kept him. She kept him bummy. She kept him being bummy. He's like, oh, you could you could keep doing your thing, man. Like, oh, you could you, you, ever, you and you also saw that um in the beginning. Uh, where she was just like, oh, you keep doing, uh, you got it, you could do it, you know, I believe in you and all this stuff. And it comes to a point of just like, 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 no, dude, you need to do something, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to change something about you to make something happen. Right. Um, you need to snap out of it, you know. I, I think at some point you, you could enable somebody to m- see if that helps them out. But then at some point you have to be like, okay, me doing this for you hasn't helped you so now I have to do something else to maybe push you to do something you know right um cause at some point all of us need a push either it comes from us our life situation or someone right. else of course causes some, us to be like oh damn I need to do something you know right and how would you feel how would you feel if you had hypothetically even though we hate hypotheticals as we established already but how would you feel if you had an ex and then she had a glow up, you know, she got her shit together or something. Let's say she wasn't like, I don't know. Let's just say she didn't get her shit. She didn't have her shit together while she's with you. In a sense, she was like a Lawrence and then she has her, her grow, up, grow up and her glow up. How would you feel seeing that person and how they became? Would you feel the same way? Did you Would you feel cheated on? Like, not cheated, like that you missed out? All right. Uh pause remember that write it down whatever you want to say because i didn't hear anything you said but okay. i found the quote that isa said when she was telling her brother 
You got it. So essentially, she goes, I got the nigga with potential. I feel like she's reaping all the benefits of his time with me. Oh, shit. Okay. And then she says? That's it. Okay. So that's essentially the crux of the, of the, of the, of that, uh, quote. What I saw. Do you think there's a conscious? So she's basically saying like, I have, yeah, that, that's kind of weird. Cause like I said, like, it's like what you said, there isn't, she's saying like, if it wasn't for me, there is no Lawrence. There is no Lawrence that, that Condola has, but that's not true though. Because Lawrence grew up. And his 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 career growth and his um as a character happened after her. If anything, yep. she kept Lawrence stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always tell people when it comes to the topic of like changing and stuff, I always say that we can't look towards the future because we don't know the future. But the past is a good indication of what's gonna happen in the future. Yeah. So for the most part, if the the past is, you know, a bum Lawrence, that's the only thing we can expect because we don't know the future. Um, so with that being said, her she got the potential. She definitely had a potential Lawrence, um, Issa. She had bum potential Lawrence, but that doesn't mean she would have got the same Lawrence that you got now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That is very true. So the question I proposed was, how would you feel if you were in Issa's shoes and your partner, your ex-partner, had a tremendous uh, growth in development career-wise, character-wise? Um, how would you feel then seeing them with someone else? Um. And once again, we hate. we obviously hate Hypotheticals, but I guess for the, no, for sure, yeah. For the sake uh, of the show, for the sake of this conversation, yeah, I think it's it, it it's um it, it it I wouldn't necessarily be like man, it's a sting, but it would have been man, I'm happy for her, but man, I wish that could have happened when we were together, you know? Right, right, of course. It wouldn't, I wouldn't hate her for for being successful, like. I want that from everybody I've ever dated, you know? I want all of them to be successful. I want them to overcome everything that was bothering them during the time with me, you know? Um, so I wouldn't... It would have been more of like, man, I wish that could have happened when we were together. Who knows what we what we could have been or done if we had that, you know? Right. Um, so kind of how so, Issa feels. So it's kind of like how Issa feels a, bit, a little bit. Yeah, but not, I'm not taking credit for that shit, you know? I'm not, right. I'm not saying, oh, because of me, you did this. You're like, no, dude, like, you did that because something happened to you that allowed you to see that. And if it just so happens to be you dating me made you realize that, then awesome. Like, I'm glad that I was a stepping stone to help you become the person you always wanted to be or could have been, you know? Right, yeah. So I don't, I, I don't, I will never take credit for that. I mean, I, I, I much rather be somebody's stepping stone to their success. You know, if something that happened with me made you become successful, then pff, by all means, dude, I, I love it. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't care, dude. Honestly, it, 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 I, it would be more wishful thinking. I'll, I'll be making hypotheticals in my head of like, man, 
if you were like this when you were with me, like, what, where could have we been by now? You know? Right. Of course. Yes. So yeah. I wouldn't care. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. I think um, I have the same feeling. I feel like if I dated someone and they changed or whatever, I feel like yeah, what could have been? But you're right. I wouldn't take. It's not that I would. I would be happy for them because obviously. If you wanted that, if you wanted that change for them while you were together, and it just so happens to happen, if it just so happens to occur when you're not together, isn't that a good thing? I mean, yeah. it still occurred. I mean, with you, without you, take your take yourself out of the equation. What you wanted for them occurred, yeah. and now they're in a better play, better position, even if it's with you or without you. And um, I agree hundred percent with that. Uh, uh, statement. I think I I would be the same. I would f- I would feel the same. Like I'm glad that you got where you needed to be. Um, yeah. No, and yeah, sure. I, I think I, um, I, I prefer some of successes. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's. I would love to see see that. You know, if anybody I've, right. I've ever dated and I've seen them do better than they were with me, I'm just like, damn, that's awesome that you're doing better. Right. Because you maybe if you would have been with me, you would never be in that spot. Of course. Yeah. So it's kind of like I love seeing that success. Now you have what you what you wanted when you were talking to me about those things that you wanted to do, and now right. you have you're, it. And it's amazing. Your, your dreams are getting fulfilled, and it's regard like yeah. who am I to like be bitter and take them away? I, yeah. I feel like it's a, you know it's 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 crazy to feel resentment and bitterness and stuff like that. But it is it is such a human experience, such a human feeling oh, for sure. So, of course, like, you know, it's one of those things that we're not in the grips of those kind of situations, you know, so it's easy for us to be, like, level-headed and, you know, like, logic- yeah, but think I, logically. I, 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 bet I, I, not, look, I can't necessarily say it either because I've, I've dated girls and I've seen them be better, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, of so course, it could be I've the fact it. that, like, it, it could be the fact that maybe your relationship with, with them wasn't as strong, you know, so it's just like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. For sure, and that's um, what I'm saying. Like, I, I prefer seeing you where you are right now because if you would have stayed with me, you probably wouldn't be hitting that high. Right, of course. You'd yeah. probably be stagnant or something because I'm holding you back or something like right. that. You know? Yeah. Maybe this the the time you broke up with me and then the time you got with this person made you, you know, glow up essentially, like you say. Yeah. Uh, made you become what you wanted. So. Yeah, I agree. I would never I, I, hate somebody from doing that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset or anything. I mean, so I, I'm a person that I, I value like, I guess experiences and people's times. You know, like, and I also think that sometimes that, I, not with everybody, but I feel like a lot of people. I get my fill. Like you know, I've known you for like, what, fourteen years at this point? Fourteen years? Fifteen years? Ah, uh, since maybe what, t- oh, 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 four? Yeah. So yeah. So about oh, four or oh, five. I think 04 because that that was 10th grade. Yeah, it's like so, 15 years 04. I've known you. And obviously, we've gotten close, obviously, throughout the years. You know, it hasn't been and We've like... seen each other through shit, so... Right, exactly. So, what I'm trying to say is that when I when I get my experience with someone, of like a strong experience, I always feel like, well, okay, that, that was my time. And at the end of the day, like, even though, like, in this example, we're just friends, but we would be doing the same things over and over do podcasts, hang out, drink a beer, you know. Yeah. And eventually, if it were to end, well, I did experience a whole, like, chunk of, you know, I know you half my life. So I experienced yeah. half my life with you. You know, I feel, 
what I'm trying to say is I feel like once I get once I feel that I know I've gotten um a certain rhythm of something of like a person or whatever I'm usually okay with it ending yeah. um I mean I don't want any things to end but things were to end you know but I think I think that way of thinking for me is pretty naive because I have only dated someone I never have like a family or you know yeah. a marriage so I think Not for sure I think all of that changes because I think once if that does happen um obviously it's it's not oh yeah well I'm okay with this ending no no for sure because these are just now this is this is not just a thing that can easily be can easily be gone especially if there's kids involved but yeah, yeah of course when when it comes to romantic relationship it's completely different from any other type of relationship you'll ever have you know right it, it, I, I, I agree it's a more personal more deep thing that happens there yeah um but I. I, I, I agree with you uh, in the sense of everybody comes and goes from your life, you know? N- not everyone's going to be there forever or all the time. So, I, I, I in my sense, I cherish every moment I have with somebody. And if you're gone, I cherish the times we had, you know? Absolutely, so, yeah. That that's how I feel. Because the thing is, then there's like you, not everyone's gonna be there forever, you know. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. What if you move, you know, and then that's it. You know, our time is essentially over if you move, and that doesn't mean we're not we're gonna stop talking. We'll still play, you know, video games together and shit like that, and catch up that way, and just like how we're doing quarantine quarantine time together now, you know. Um, that'll essentially be our long distance friendship, but our close moments are not going to be the same because we're, we're not hanging out. We're not interacting with each other. I don't know your new life, your new friends, your new relationships, your new girlfriend or whatever you're going to have. So it's the dynamic shifts uh, at that moment. And I would love every moment we had together, you know, the times we spent. And if we ever have those times again, that'll be even amazing year now that year, you know, you're missing someone essentially. Um, but like I always feel like every relationship we we have as people, they some of them come and go and just enjoy them for what they were, and if they exactly. leave, they leave, and if they stay, even better. But you know, I, you never know what happens in the future with somebody, so you yeah. just enjoy that, them while they're there. That's exactly um, my sentiment of it, and that's exactly what I I agree. Um, so yeah, so in the show, it's a sense, hard lesson to learn though. Uh, because the first few times people leave you, you don't feel that way. You're like, oh, this person left me, or this person is not, doesn't want to be part of my life. Oh, this just sucks. It's terrible. It's it's the worst thing that ever happened. But, but I then, think for I I think for them they didn't they didn't ever have that moment of this person is no longer in my life. They did have it, but it was very short. Um. Yeah. And. Once, once Lawrence came back into the picture, obviously they weren't buddy buddy, but they were also like, "Hey, they were like, I'm going to run into you because we have the same friends, so I'm gonna be okay with it." Um, yeah. So it's we're not. We're gonna have a, that same thing though. Uh, if if our prediction of her and Molly gonna, is gonna come true, we're gonna have the same thing of her losing a friendship after so many years. You know. That's true. Yeah. So I I think this this season had 
what will potentially be a season of loss and reconciliation between characters maybe mm. if what we think is going to happen happens right so, yeah it's it's a it's it's a life <laughs> since you a life a, a season we're having yeah here. i mean and that's what makes the show so great this show um has been one of the most real shows i have ever watched in terms of just characters it's yeah. just it just it's very organic and that's what i like about it i i like that like i feel you know I always hate, kind of say, oh, I feel like I know them, but I truly feel like I've been in their situation before, or I know what they're going through, or I can understand what, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about the show, and we, we talk about these characters as if we understand what they've gone through, or we understand their, um, their dilemmas. That, that's basically what we do, and, and it's, the reason why we do it is because it's so relatable, you know? Yeah. It's just um, human relationships, you know? It's yeah. not exaggerated. Exactly, and that's what I love about this show. That's not exaggerated. This is the whole Molly and Issa thing seems like something that can be squashed very, very easily, but it's also understandable what they're going through. You know, that that was that's the only thing. Like it just seems yeah. like it can easily be squashed. But okay, y'all want to have drama? That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it, um, it makes. But sense. you know what? It doesn't feel forced drama for the sake of drama. No, but like and I said, like, that's yeah, we, what I hate the most. Right. Um, Cause this just feels more like miscommunication rather than drama for the sake of drama. Exactly. It's funny that you. It's funny because I was like, um, I don't really watch like this is like a side plot, but I don't really watch like dating shows, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like that the Netflix show Love Is Blind, which is kind of corny. Yeah. And I saw one that's, that's very similar, like of like two episodes of it, and I was like, I can't watch this. But it was called uh, Love at First Sight. Where love is blind is people, you know, that's the concept. People talk like through a wall, and then mm-hmm. they decide that they want to meet, they marry that person. Yeah. This one, experts do give you interviews, and then they pick the match for you. Oh. But what felt so organic, like so like fake, was that it shows like the person, and then it shows them doing like random house stuff, and then. Each person, for some reason, just sits on the couch and reads a book, a Bible, or like something. <laughs> or they'll look, they'll longingly, they'll longingly look outside the window. Like who looks outside the window for more than like ten seconds? Nobody. <laughs> so it's just like this yeah. feels so fake. And then like the way it was cut and edited, I'm like, there was a part where they had to pick like the couples. And then they had to pick the fourth couple. They're like, man, I don't know. This is a hard decision. And the guy puts his head like on his like his head, his hand on his head. And it felt so like TV. Yeah. It's um, TV, man. And and I just the couldn't TV watch it. Reality show. Yeah, I was like, I can't. I was like, I can't watch this. This feels. And they're like, oh, let's figure out who. Like, yo, just say these people are the next people, and that's it. Like, don't make it so dramatized. Um. But yeah, that's why I like Insecure, even though it's 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 a good show, man. It's it's just feels yeah. so it feels Literally. so good to watch, like real, like just it just it feels real, even if it's not real. Yeah, that's true. So let's end with the big question that I um, teased at the beginning of the of this episode, and I think is the big question that arises at the end. You know, is essentially can exes be friends? What do you think about that? 
I mean, you're talking to the guy who most of his exes are friends. You're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think I think exes can be friends. I think it's I think it's very tricky, but I do think I think it's I think when you date someone for that long, um, they're gonna leave an impression. Um, I do think for the most part. There is, cause the thing is, like, the, I do think there is no go up Lawrence without Issa, even though like, but I think she they had the breakup had to happen. Yeah, I understand where she's coming from about like the potential or whatever. Like, yeah, you dated the potential, but you didn't make him the way he is. Yeah, but a hundred percent, you don't get Issa the way he is like without. You don't get Lawrence the way he is without Issa. That's for that is for that is true. Because he has to go through that breakup. That that's why you don't get him. You don't get Lawrence. Um, grow up Lawrence without Issa. And I understand that feeling of like, you know, I am who I am because of the people I dated, because of the partnerships I had. There is no version of me without them involved. Yeah, for sure. And because of that, they're always going to hold a spot in like someone's life. So I do think you guys can exes can be friends, obviously, given my track record. Um, but I think it's very tricky, and things have to be um, laid out. Yeah, and discussed, obviously. Um, in my sense, I. I don't know how close of a friend you can be with an ex without it seeming weird or or like oh they're gonna get back together or your so your next partner is gonna think of think of it weird, but I think you can be an acquaintance with an ex, as in the sense of you know not everything has to end in a bad blood, so you know what are you gonna do? If it doesn't end in a bad blood, like you're just gonna be chill people at that point. Hopefully, I would I would assume so. So if you are, you know, there's nothing wrong. But like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Oh, you're doing great. Cool, man. Just wanted to check in or something like that. You know, if you run into each other, it doesn't have to be awkward. Of oh, oh crap, there you are. You know, or I have to avoid you like they do a lot of in the movies and shit like that. Um, I think, I think exes can be an acquaintance in each other's life you know it's just another person who came and left you know um especially if there's no bad blood but you know if there's bad blood you know avoid that person by any means necessary but yeah. if there isn't and that person could potentially still be in your life not not as a partner or anything like that but just someone you know and is you your, could talk is to your, once in a while is your ideology is it if we are still friends and we are still talking then why aren't we together is that like your train of thought in it on it huh um is, is your train of thought like well if we're gonna keep being friends and we get along so well then why aren't we together like what's what's keeping us holding what's holding us back is well, that something like, could have, something went wrong though that if if you're still getting along you know what I'm saying? Like, um, if you're still getting along and, and there's still feelings there, why aren't you together? 
uh, is that what is there's that some, why there's is something it, uncertainty you know right but is that why you think that way that like okay well let's just not be friends let's just be acquaintance because if we are gonna talk you know every once in a while and chit chat and be cool and hang out then why aren't we just together at this point then is that is that your train of thought um not necessarily because you can still enjoy someone's company without wanting to be with them you know so then what so so then why not be so, friends i'm just saying that i guess in a if you were somebody else the more respectful thing would be an acquaintance thing if you're single do whatever the fuck you want you know doesn't matter what you want to do if you want to be friends with your ex be friends with your ex but, but I think what i'm if saying is go on yeah but go what on. i'm saying is like for 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 what you're saying like if if it's not if it's if you're okay with like enjoying someone's company and being friends then why not just be friends then if you're not if you're not afraid about getting back together if that's not an issue and then why that could happen why, too but then why you know, just no, not be friends nothing nothing is black and white shit's always gray so that could happen too you know it could be I just don't want to be with you anymore but I love your 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 partnership I liked hanging out with you I mean that's the reason why we got together so I, I don't want to be with you, but I would like to still share that experience with you. And yeah, people could that could happen too. But that is, um, I'm talking about but, but you. It has that to happen. It has to be in they both have to have the understanding. There can't be uh, an okay. ulterior motive between somebody. So because sometimes there's an ulterior motive, you know. Okay, so then so is is your natural way of thinking like okay, let's just be acquaintance. So then that way there is no ulterior motive or the the lines don't get blurred. Um, I, I think to be honest with you if any relationship that ends you automatically go back to zero right because it's over unless you guys are like oh I don't want to be with you anymore but hey let's keep hanging out and they're like alright cool and how often does that happen you know because I think well, with, so- that's with something the, when well, something ends I mean, it ends and it goes back to zero and then you guys start off as acquaintances again and I if, don't think so I mean I, I mean I, I think that's why this is going to be this is the insecure talk is already over. This is more like a general conversation. But my train of thought is that if, you know, like the, especially in layman's term, boyfriend, girlfriend, the most common word there is friend. So why throw that away, you know? And so in a, in a relationship, that is the most, that is the biggest factor, the friendship. And so, if we can if we can keep it intact, which is hard, I'm not gonna say it's easy. If we can keep it intact, why just don't we? But some people don't think about it that way. Right. I, I I'm in the I'm in the uh the, I'm an outlier in this scenario. I'm in oh, the for anomaly. sure you are. For sure. Um, but a lot of people don't think about it that way. A lot of people think boyfriend and girlfriend as something more. They don't think of the friend, you know. Um, some and and that's the reason that you know, p- probably people don't get together is because they're friends, you know. <laughs> um, right. So I, I don't think people see the friendship part in a relationship of like we we love spending time with each other. And if it all ends, why can't we just be what we were? You know, we we figured we we went into it to know if we're good together, and we realized that we aren't. So then, why can't we just keep being friends? You know. Um, but it has to be something mutual, you know. It's it's that's, that's such a hard thing. It's it's such a both of the people have to be like 
we don't like each other, but we're both really cool with each other. So they just keep being friends, and that is a like, tough for both people to kind of come to to terms with. Uh, like you always say, when someone breaks up, when somebody's gonna get hurt and someone's gonna get someone someone's gonna stay hurt and someone's gonna get over it easier, you know. So if it's a mutual break and you both feel like, yeah, we suck each other, we we, we suck being together and being with each other. So I think at that moment maybe you guys could can transition to being friends, but if someone's still hurt, there's that something there's something stopping you, the feeling stopping each other from continuing what you had, you know. And not everyone can have that mentality of being oh we were we were we were great friends before we got together. Why can't we just continue being friends? Some people right, can right. be some people can make the transition of being yeah we, let's just stay friends. And then right, some other people can't like they can't see past. Oh no, we were together, and no, you're no, we can't do that anymore. And yeah, and that's tough because I mean, sometimes you you probably have a good friendship, and and the other person like one person be like, yeah, let's just go back to being friends. We 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 figured we 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 tried it out. It didn't work, so let's just go back to what we were. And then another person can't do that. Can't see past. Oh, we were in it. We were together, and it sucks, and we can't go back. It's kind right. of like, yeah. I you, mean. You can it is if you want it to. is it is difficult i'm not gonna say it's not difficult um i get i i get that 100 percent um i guess i guess for me there's a comfort there's a comfort in knowing that someone gets me you know and not like in an intimate sense just there's, there's a comfort in knowing like wow like okay you got me like you understand me and mm-hmm. not and and that just goes for like a friend like like especially if it's an intimate most of the time it, people that get me or I get them we've been intimate that's just how sometimes it goes yeah. um but I think it's just it's it's very comforting knowing I guess like that comfort of like knowing like you get me you understand me like you understand like like my twitches and like my body movement it's a very Comfort, comforting feeding that that I enjoy. Um, it feels secure, so I guess as a friendship set, I just keep it. I like to keep that feeling around. Not necessarily to yeah. go go to anything, but I just like that feeling of someone knowing me. Um, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, <clears throat> especially if you've opened yourself up to somebody and they open yourself themselves to you, and right. if you guys both of you are willing to. And can see each other going back to what you were, or just continuing the French the relationship without you know the the physicality and the intimacy that comes with physicality, and you know by all means. But it's tough, dude. It has to be a mutual thing that both of them, both yeah, both of, course, of the of parties involved, can see that and see past the relationship and just see the friendship that can evolve from that. Yeah, and it also comes and- down to. At the end, let's like say you break up with somebody. Can you see your see yourself with someone else, and can you feel comfortable with seeing that other person with someone else? Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Because if if it hurts you seeing with somebody else, then you're not you you're not you're never gonna be friends until maybe some years pass by. Mm. Um, but if you if you're okay with seeing that person with someone else, then you could probably become friends. Yeah, of and course. not necessarily and I, I, want to be yeah. with each other. It's like that uh, not a not a musical reference that Gwen Stefani song, "Cool." 
Cool, cool, cool. I know cool. All right. To bring it back to, I agree you 100%. Uh, yeah. To bring it back to the show, and let's wrap it up. Um, do you think they can be friends, or are they going to be something else? Um, man, it's tough, dude, because you, you see the lingering there, you know? They all they both always linger on each other. Um, so I don't think they can be friends, because you see Issa's, think- Issa's hurt. By yeah. the fact that he's glowing up without her. And, and I don't think that they're friends. I don't think that they're friends, friends. They're they, kind of they acquaintances. Can't. I, don't, I don't think they can't be can be friends. But I don't think it's they either, are friends. No, they're not. And I don't think they can be. It's either okay. they're together or they're not. You know, so... Okay, but can they maintain this? Like, whatever, this, uh, this acquaintance that they got going on. Because they don't really talk... They just run into each other, or yeah. the only time the, we 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 see them talk directly, like hit them up directly, was the um when Lawrence went to go see Issa to talk about Condola yeah. and and him. Other than yeah. that, you don't really see them chit chat in a friendly in a no. friendly way. Other than this, the ending of this episode, which can still be a acquaintance or a general like conversation. Look, can, I I, you, I think a. I think they can maintain acquaintance to be an acquaintance. I can I can always be maintained. It's easy to maintain that, you know. So what's what, 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 what we see currently? Yeah. yeah, that's not hard to maintain. Like I see you, I'm not gonna be a dick to you. I'm just gonna be like, yo, what's up? And that's it, you know. Um, that can be easily maintained, but I don't think they could either be more than that. I don't think they could be friends without there being something there, and that is probably like the biggest problem if they ever have relationship with anybody else because she Issa is bothered by him being in a relationship and I remember Lawrence being bothered by the fact that Issa was in a relationship so it's it's something of um yeah I don't think they could ever be friends it's either they're together or they'll just be forever acquaintances you know that's okay. why I see it that's it. All right, so I guess we're gonna have to figure out how this season develops. Yep, indeed. Uh, we'll we'll see. We have plenty of more episodes to go, so that's pretty good. Two extra ones than normal. <laughs> um, but yep. Yeah, uh, thanks. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Insecure Recap Review, whatever you want to call it. Hope An you HBO enjoyed it. HBO show. An HBO show. Uh, let us know what you think about. Um, what we talked about and what are your thoughts and ideas about this Um, till next time later guys